All right, here we go. Back in bold. Going to do another little reacts segment instead of a video. I got uh, some screenshots here. This is very similar to what I do almost every day on the, the Bold Perceptions Instagram. I post up a, a story and write my thoughts on it. Little social commentary. I think my perspective is uh, quite unique, just like yours. Everyone has a, a unique perspective, and I find a lot of these uh, topics quite interesting, and they can provide some value or at least uh, a different way of thinking to people. And I think that is good. No, why wouldn't it be good? So let's get this thing started. I don't know if I'm going to clip this up or post it in full, but we're going to see. So the first one it is important to put in perspective just how bad the last few parliaments have been. If the UK continues with the same level of growth it has seen for the last decade, Poland will be richer than Britain in about 12 years time. It sounds like an absurd idea that in 2040, we might see complaints in the Polish press about a flood of British plumbers <laughs> undercutting wages, or it's a Polish word, lining the rougher areas of Warsaw, but is beyond the realms of possibility. And basically, it's a chart about uh, economy growth between Poland and the UK. And obviously, I have some good perspective on this because I lived in Poland. And uh, yeah. The stereotype is the Polish people clean the toilets, okay? The Polish people steal the stuff in Scandinavia. The Polish people are, you know, broke, poor. It's a bad country. It's scary. There's crime. And I was completely blown away when I realized that was not the case. And for the most part, a lot of people I met were better off than many people I met in, you know, the more developed places, as in they're having... Uh, kids they're having family they can you know buy a house or an apartment there's no crime no crime i seen in uh poland maybe some in warsaw but I, even when i was in warsaw i had no issues whatsoever obviously their uh schlote is pretty weak um we know what they earn compared to the rest of the euros the americans now is relatively weak for sure but it doesn't seem like they're struggling necessarily a little bit now because of, uh, you know, the war in Ukraine and the inflation. But you don't see many homeless, dirty streets. Um, the homeless you do see are very friendly. Nobody's scared of them. Uh, the city I was living in, Białystok, you know, I'd ask people, when was the last murder? What? Uh, I don't know. 10, 15 years ago? They didn't even know when a murder was. I mean, to me, that is mine boggling and i know in the uk they have lots of issues with stabbings and you know dangerous cities and um obviously with these uh economy growth things like you know economies don't just continue growing at the same uh, uh rate of course so you know everything has to be the same for poland overtake them in, in 2040 but obviously as we're seeing right now the pound is getting destroyed there's a ton of problems in the uk uh, you know, gas and electricity prices have gone through the roof. My buddy said he was paying 100 pounds a month. Now it's 1,200 pounds a month. I mean, this winter is going to be quite uh, interesting, the, the 2022 winter for them. But what I saw in Poland blew my mind, the way of life for them. And uh, I mean, I think they're headed in the right direction, you know, and like the meme says, you know, normally the Polish people go to the UK to clean toilets, right? Now, there has been an influx of a lot of expats going to Poland, uh, even Americans, because they're seeing, you know, the way of life, you know, how relatively cheap it is to them, 
the people. People are wonderful when you get to know them. For the men, the Polish girls are great. But uh, I just thought that was really fascinating. Uh, they're starting to we're starting to see the decline of the West for sure. And I don't think necessarily Eastern Europe is just like scot free. Uh, I definitely don't. I think they're going to get affected too because obviously Poland gets a lot of um, assistance from the European Union. They try to build up Poland big time. I know in the East there's programs where they're given like 50,000 euro grants, not loans, to go start businesses. I mean, they're giving lots of money to, to Poland to make things uh, you know better over there, obviously to um, increase the, the pull of the West uh, to the East. To show like even the other former Soviet Union countries like, hey, you know, the EU, NATO is the way to go. Escape Russia. Like, you know, come join us. Come prosper. But uh, to me, it's just it's wild what is happening. And I saw it firsthand in Poland. You know, these, you know, second world was the term for uh, the Soviet countries, I believe. Right. And third world wasn't. But whatever. Second, third world countries are catching up. They're catching up fast. Okay, the next one. Relational aggression, why women hurt each other. Chris Stewart, TED Talks. This is fascinating. Um, I don't know when it was, a couple of weeks ago. It came into my head because I saw a meme about girls talking behind uh, each other's back. And obviously nowadays it's, you know, misogyny and, you know, men are evil, especially the straight white men were the worst, right? But, uh, you know, I, I saw a bunch of things. I'm like, you know, from my experience and, uh, you know, not to be Mr. Cool Guy, but I've had a lot of the experience with, you know, many different cultures of women and the people I've met who hate women the most are other women. Okay. There's no question about it. You, they bash each other. And, and the girl, if you're listening to this right now, you know, you do, you guys, you know, talk a lot of shit behind each other's back, try to like sabotage one another in some situations. Like uh, I think a lot of relationships are fake, you know, the high pitched voice when someone that you don't like comes into the room, it's just, but uh, this lady had a great YouTube video on it that helped uh, explain my points on the Instagram story about why this has kind of happened. And uh, a lot of it comes down to kind of bi biology and how women have been the, the weaker physically uh, sex. So they had to learn how to be more cunning and, uh, you know, manipulating and smarter with the brain to do that to the men and to the woman to keep their status in the, in the social group. Right. Like the man, you know, back in the day, just go kill the, the alpha male. Right. And then he's the new top dog. Right. But the, the woman, you know, obviously weaker you know, how to learn to play the game, play politics really, really good. And uh, that thing doesn't, doesn't just leave you, right? I think women are very, very smart. They know how to, uh, you know, communicate far better, how to read people better. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it was just interesting to me when I was going into this on the Instagram story and, and in this uh, video that I watched basically dissects it why this is and they're talking about like corporate america and how women just like backstab each other and take each other down and you know go after each other and it's fascinating as like when you you know peel back you know what everyone is saying and oh this is no this is what reality is and this is who's bad and and whatnot but you see like what's actually happening in your day-to-day -day life it's like oh everything is flipped on its head <laughs> like it's bullshit right and um so i just find that uh you know quite interesting how 
you know, the, the mainstream talking point is how bad these men are and Andrew Tate and, and this and that. But if you have any sort of real discussion with women and when they're honest with you, I think it's a little different. So that was a very interesting um, couple of stories I did. People, some were like, actually a lot of girls messaging and be like, wow, yeah, this is, this is totally true. Like, and they said some other things that I don't want to say on here because I have to go into a whole different thing and I don't want to do that. But uh, a lot of women agree with me on that point. So, yeah. The immigration crisis. Oh, my goodness. This is funny. So the whole Martha's Vineyard fiasco. Um, basically, it says the city population of Martha's Vineyard was 17,000. Uh, they had migrants, 50 migrants come in here. And then Del Rio, Texas was the border city, had 34,000. 584 city population, and then they had migrants that came in. There were 49,563. And the whole thing with this was like the, the Martha's Vineyard's like, we, we don't have room, you know, to place these people. And, you know, like all the kind of hypocrisy of, uh, you know, a uh, sheltered champagne socialist type uh, liberal. And uh, obviously it is terrible um, using people as political pawns. But you know, I think a lot of these people in like the Washington, D.C.s or the coastal cities that never have to deal with immigration, but their policies and what they promote to people and what money they fund. Uh, a lot of other everyday people have to deal with it, like those people in the, the Texas border city. Right. And giving them a taste of their own medicine. I mean, it's good to see the hypocrisy because we've all known that. I mean, it's bullshit. All these people that are, you know, I, I wouldn't even consider myself a conservative. I'm not considering myself a, a liberal I wouldn't even consider myself a libertarian. I have a different kind of set of views and morals because of what I've lived, what I've seen, how I've grown up. But uh, there's no question, like if anyone can take these these uh, high elite liberals seriously, seriously, it's just a crime. Like they're, they're totally goofballs. And that Martha's Vineyards thing was a, a great example. I love how the media got behind them and said like, Oh, look at them. They came together and they're giving them McDonald's and they're taking care of them. Next day, boom, shipped out to some military base in Massachusetts. Like, it's just, it's comical. It's really, really comical. I used to get so angry at this. Like, well, can't you see this is hypocrisy and this is BS? But they're all playing the game, right? And I realized that I cannot be affected by them if I do stay out of this country for 330 days of the year and pay for an income exclusion tax only. And not see it in my day-to-day -day life. So that's how I'm dealing with it. Um, it is sick what these people do, in my opinion. I feel for, obviously, the, the the immigrants. I mean, that's terrible. But they chose to do this, too. Okay? They chose to come here because they want the better life. The dollar is strong. They send money back to their, their people. A lot of them are decent people for the most part, right? They want a better way of life to support their family back home. Okay? Obviously, within those mixes come bad apples, of course. And they always say, it's oh, it's only children and women and but of course like it's like 17 dudes to one uh you know girl you know but i get it like if i was in their situation i would probably do that too instead of being in some shithole in the south and well they'll say oh the usa is the reason it was a shithole in the south like this is life this is like uh monroe doctrine like this is uh like what it what the usa is but we want control over all this okay and the reason we get to live such amazing lives is because of what these people have done behind the scenes, okay? But 
let's not act like if the shoe wasn't on someone else's foot, they would have done the same thing to us, right? This is kind of like the history of man. Is it sad? Yes, of course. But uh, the situation, like these, these immigrants, like I understand, I would probably do that in the same position. I totally would. Matter of fact, my ancestors did when they immigrated to the USA. So I do see it. But, um, you know, I see the conservative side 100%. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, we have a city of 34,000 people and we have 50,000 immigrants in here and you're just laying them loose and you, they like they book them and then they say, OK, come back for your appointment in two months. Of course, they're not going to do that. Like, I mean, it's a total crime. But obviously the people, you know, at the top are making them money. They're hiring them for, you know, below minimum wage. You know, they're they're not in their neighborhoods. Like, it's just a, a total goofy goofy thing and anytime oh this got me the euros especially in denmark oh you guys are so racist and bigot and i said do you know your immigration policy like yeah you brought in some syrian refugees that you're starting to kick out and you you know hit them but uh do you know how hard it is for me to stay here do you know how much paperwork i needed to be here and what what are you talking about it's like oh i, I wish i could just live here and get free education free health care you know, uh, get paid if I don't work, uh, free housing. Um, if I go to jail, I'm going to be in a freaking hotel. I wish I could do that. You know what? How come, can I stay here right now? No, no, you're going to get deported. I know a lot of people that got, not a lot, but a handful of people that um, they messed up and pff, shot away. Get out of here, right? So, yeah, when the Euros start talking about that, it's just like blase, blase. Like bring up gypsies to them, see what the Euros say then. Then they'll turn into full-blown, you know, Nazis and you know, it's just, it, it boggles my mind. Like countries have had borders for a long time for many reasons that have uh, made a lot of sense. So that whole immigration thing is just, it's bananas, but I don't deal with it anymore. So I'm happy. Now I'm the immigrants, you know, but I actually, here's the difference. Okay. When someone goes to a place and uh, assimilates or, you know, puts money into the economy, I don't go over these places and, you know, cause a mess, right? don't necessarily assimilate, but I like, you know, respecting the local culture and not being a, a jackass or, or, or whatnot. But um, we're coming there and being a bottom feeder, right? And I'm not saying all these immigrants from Mexico and South America are doing that to the USA. A lot of them want just a decent job and away from the shitholes their, you know, countries became, which there was CIA intervention, but that wasn't all the case, right? Like everyone just blames the CIA. There's so much more to the history of South America than, oh, the CIA ruined everything. Like, come on, it just, it's goofy. But yeah, um, there's a difference between someone coming to a country and providing value or taking value. Ooh, this is great. So this is in Tirana in uh, Albania, the capital on Derez Street. Photo was a bunch of uh, good. So this is the main street, a ton of shopping. The photo was a bunch of uh, luxury goods, fake, wide out in the open on a main street called Durez Street. And I saw hundreds of these stores, fake luxury goods. The city, everyone, especially like under 30, is wearing some sort of designer shirt, um, designer shoes, uh, sunglasses, uh, fake Rolexes. Everything's fake, right? And I was just seeing all this stuff. And I said, is this legal? Like, what are you talking about? It's Albania. This is totally fine. We can, it's not a big deal. I'm like, um, <laughs> it's, 
it's fascinating to me because, you know, in the, the European Union, the only time you see this is on the street. Okay. There's some Africans that have like the bags and they put them on the street, try to sell. When the police come, boom, they take it, they, they leave. But there's just no blatant fake stuff in the European Union. And Albania has had a very close uh, relationship with uh, Italy. Italy occupied the country, but they still have like good relations. And, you know, a lot of these luxury brands are from uh, Italia. I'm like, this is in your capital. Like, I guarantee you there's diplomats from Italy, you know, the embassies here, like there's no reporting of this. And it was just fascinating to me because like this city, Tirana, I saw more people wearing designer than I've seen in um, Paris, in Milano, everywhere. People were wearing designer, designer, designer. And it got me thinking really like, you know, I felt the material, I felt the bags, I felt the real stuff too, you know, in Italy and Paris and there's basically no difference. Some of them are just shitty knockoffs, right? But like there's some good ones from like, uh, you know, Turkey and the Hong Kongs that are like, oh my God, this is 99% the same thing. And then I've seen all these people wearing these designer things that you couldn't really tell you know, that they, they weren't real, but obviously everyone knows they're not real. And it got me thinking like, damn, designer is just, this is really stupid. Like, you know, I see everyone wearing it now. Now it just looks like you're making a mockery of it. And I look at it to like the only reason why many people wear the designer is because, you know, it says you got money, right. Or you really um, support the, the designer and it means something to you or the quality of the material, which I'm hundred percent behind. I think the quality of, uh, Material is key, so it lasts long. You don't have to keep rebuying it. Uh, it fits good. It looks good on you. Uh, of course, that. But uh, seeing all this fake stuff in the wide open and everyone wearing it in Tirana really made me like, damn, you know, people are paying uh, $1,500 for those shoes and you got them for, you know, $50 and there's not much difference. And it really kind of puts, uh, you know, things into perspective 100% about, uh, you know, why people are wearing that in the West and, you know, how big of a waste of money for the most part it is. So uh, it was just very interesting, Tirana and, uh, you know, all the fake luxury goods in wide open, you know, for everyone to see. No one cared. Okay, so this is an uh, email. I get, uh, you know, a handful of these uh, for people to the bold perceptions because it's uh, tagged to my Instagram account. And this guy, Will Martin, he looks like kind of a dorky uh, young kid from, I thought for sure, USA, right? And then he's like, hey, he told me he's from USA. He's based out of Delaware. I looked up his office. It was one of those uh, remote offices, which a lot of foreigners set up in uh, Delaware. And so I started, you know, asking about it. Like, why are you doing this? He says, hey, thanks. Uh, you can check out my portfolio if you want. Me and my company based in... USA, but I travel a lot. The business is online one, hence the virtual office. Any business I do with clients is done through a USA LLC. If you're interested in increasing your organic reach, blah, 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 best will. And later on, um, I told him, I was like, yo, I know people that set up the virtual office. Like, where are you actually from? Then we can possibly chat. So, okay, you know, I'm from Spain. I still don't think he's even from Spain, but it could make sense because the, the Spanish wages are terrible. But the whole idea behind this is it's very good because they're trying to build that trust and like him, he looks like a young, like teenager, American dude. And obviously, uh, you know, a small business in the USA, would be like, wants to pay their fellow citizens, especially if the rate is, you know, decent, right? You want to always like invest back in your people and in your country. If it's not, you know, like in India, they charge $5, right? I think he, you know, was charging 15. So, but if you can, you know, I would pay someone $15 
in America, someone I can speak to properly, someone I know, like you know, I'm helping my fellow citizen, then, you know, someone in India who have no idea who it is, like time zones are, you know, different. Uh, you can barely understand them sometimes. And, uh, you know, I'm supporting a different country, right? And uh, so a lot of these foreigners are starting to do this, where they're starting to act like uh, they're Americans. They set up the virtual office, so it all looks good. They can even get like an LLC in the USA, and they're earning that dollar, you know, the strongest currency in the world right now, compared to, um, you know, whatever their foreign currency is, they're getting way better rates. There's a lot of like small business people in the USA have no idea how low wages are outside of the USA, right? And uh, they're hacking into it. So I thought it was, I mean, I've been seeing it like a handful of times now. I think it's very smooth, you know, marketing technique. Uh, I don't think like, uh, you know, older person would have like figured it out, even with this kind of broken English. But um, yeah, it just came to my head. I'm like, damn, that's kind of smart. You know, like I've known a lot of like digital nomads that are from the third world countries that have gotten to be able to travel and be a, a digital nomad through getting American dollars through working with the company over there. Cause you have no clue how far that money, that salary goes outside of the USA. Oh, mama mia. A slippery slope fallacy. It has a line going down the top there's a bunch of arrows saying you're overreacting and then at the bottom it has the lady um from canada with the huge fake uh tits that's a, a transgender that the weird wig and you know dresses very inappropriately working at, at a uh wood shop or what do they call them fuck i took that class once in middle school it was good you know they work with the tools and they cut wood oh my god this story was just fantastic it is funny, like uh, the slippery slope fallacy, like everyone, oh, this is a fallacy and it's not going to lead down here. And no, what do you mean if we just do this and, you know, um, legalize gay marriage? Like, what do you mean? Well, then the, they were saying, well, then this is going to happen and you're going to have someone doing this crazy stuff. And I mean, it's happening. So I personally am 100% for this. What I really think this person is doing is uh, making a mockery of what is going on. So they get kicked out and they can sue the school for a big uh, human rights uh, violation. Uh, I heard like people were kind of throwing that rumor around because there's not much known about this person, really. And I mean, what they're doing is just like massive fake tits with the nipples piercing out in like short shirts in a chop sh shop as a teacher, like in high school, I think. And it's like, this can't be appropriate. Like, you know, even if you're a woman, this is not like a, not appropriate, 100%. So I think they're just pushing the lines you know, to see how far this shenanigans goes and then sue for, you know, a payout or they're just trying to make a mockery of it all because it became that it's a hundred percent became a mockery. Like I've been so out of the, the loop on a lot of this stuff for a while, but then all of a sudden um, I was getting sent some like LinkedIn stuff and I was seeing people like put the pronouns, like high profile people have pronouns in their name. And now it's like on Instagram and stuff like that. I'm like, this was a Tumblr joke. In like 2014 or whatever it was right this was like oh this will never happen this is just like a weird part of the internet now this is you do it or you're in trouble i was listening to the new york times podcast and they're referring to this 18 year old girl as like a they them i was like what this is like one of the top podcasts in the world and they were dead serious you know there was like like really pronunciating it too it was like you need to listen to me when i say they them 
This is crazy, right? But uh, that's what the people, the slippery slope fallacy, like, I don't think it's no fallacy because it's true. Like, you just keep chipping away and all of a sudden you end up with with this lady. I mean, this freaking bananas. Like, imagine that was your kid in school, like, going through puberty, going through high school, how crazy that is. And you have someone, like, you know, doing this stuff. Like, this isn't a, a normal thing, okay? I've met the, the transgenders, okay? I have a crazy story in Mexico about one that was famous that slept with a uh, uh, people that are you know okay and told me all the stories about how these you know people in high positions of you know the sports and uh, the hollywood uh you know do a lot of different stuff like that and this ain't no conspiracy because i saw proof in my face was shown <laughs> but um you know so i don't necessarily have a problem with the transgender at all 100 like i can't tell you how you feel in your head okay you know like I, that is what it is but when you start like doing this to the kids. Okay. This is like a lot of the conservative talking points is, but when you really start, it's just, it's crazy, crazy how influence, like influential you are as an adult to young people. And you know, like when I was a kid, I guarantee I played with Barbies. Like why not? Right. But I didn't get my dick cut off and someone be like, Oh, they don't do that. But it's getting crazier and crazier. Like the slippery slope fallacy. If you would have this five years ago, this would have been like a um, South Park cartoon. 100%. I think it was. I think they did like uh, he had to put a wig on. He tried to get fired to suit him. <laughs> but this is a South Park cartoon. And this is fine. You know, people finally had some backlash. But the, the, the school, I guess their hands are tied because of all these crazy people. The human rights in Canada are some clown shit. And they can't do nothing about it, supposedly. But this is Twilight Zone. 100% Twilight Zone. And unless they're this person is getting um you know trying to work the system and get paid and make a mockery of it this person is mentally ill you can't you know you can maybe make an argument for the transgender person because this has been throughout history where you know you even talk about like roman emperors like some were you know you know different when felt different and so you can maybe make an argument for you know the the transgender i was born in the wrong body what not but this i mean come on i mean this is this is bananas right it's like but this is what they're talking about, the slippery slope. And it, I don't know. It's To me, it just looks like uh, the collapse. <laughs> I think when uh, we get to this point in, in our society where these are the, our issues and, you know, what we're, we're doing in our day-to-day -day life, I think this is when you know it's going downhill. It's debauchery and the things are not uh, going in the right direction whatsoever. So... Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm glad I don't have to see that. Um, that's why I, there's a good parts about being in more conservative, traditional type uh, countries, even uh, um, visiting there. I won't want to grow up here because obviously a lot of these opportunities are, are limited and I do like to be free, 100%. So like I'm a free bird, like be who I want to be so I can kind of relate to like, this movement because I can understand what it would be like if like other people hated you or wanted you to be a certain way. And that would suck. Right. I think you can get over it. I think everyone, no matter what community they're in or whatnot is going to get hate from the outside and it's not on them to change for you to be happy. Okay. Like you can't rely on the world to change around you for you to feel accepted in yourself or, or be happy you have to take life into your own hands. That's life 101 okay especially if you want to be a woman and turn into a man okay then you're going to see what life is really about uh but uh i was seeing some stuff about some uh trans uh man 
they're like, damn, like it is kind of different being a, a man. Like they looked like one and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I miss, you know, the, this attention or, you know, you know, the, the communication. And now I feel like it's a cold world and I don't know, but fascinating. Like this whole, uh, this whole world and this, 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 this fallacy, slippery slope fallacy, because it's only going to get crazier too. And I love it. Cause that's what I'm going to start doing too. I should, I really should start identifying as something. If someone says something wrong, then okay, let's, I can sue you or let's, uh, you know, you make me, you hurt my feelings and people should go fund me and give me lots of money. Like this is what I should do. Like why wouldn't anyone be a transgender on their college uh, admissions page? If it's going to help them get a better chance. Like some days I wake up and you know what? Like I don't like girls today. I don't you know, like boys, but you know what? Today I'm not horny. So I don't like girls. I'm uh, attracted to uh, bold perceptions. I'm attracted to uh, the grass. Okay. So what does that mean? I'm asexual. Um, bisexual, I, I don't know. So that's, I think what I need to do and I'm going to reap the benefits and hopefully that pushes the envelope and everyone just says, okay, enough with this bullshit. Cause it has gotten way out of hand.